Hi folks, this is Alan Watt at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com and today it is Thursday the 28th of December 2006. Tonight I'd like to, to go through a process which some people go through concerning waking up. And it has to do with where you've been as to where you go and where you end up. Because what people do is panic when they notice the world around them is changing in a direction which they had no say in and what they're really noticing are the changes brought on by higher powers we might say all working together from a thousand sources their thousand points of light as they like to call it guiding us into a new era The panic really is because we are traditional people, we like tradition. Tribal peoples all have a natural inclination towards tradition. Tradition gives us a feeling of comfort in a world which can sometimes be dangerous. Where not only on a national or international basis something can go wrong, but even on a, down to the, the personal level and much does go wrong within the personal level and here's the reasons why up until the 20th century a system had been created by those who ran ancient commerce the system of trading 
and banking and interest interest guaranteeing the submission of those who owe there is nothing new in that the, the rules of this system are contained within every supposedly holy book in both the exoteric and esoteric forms those within the higher secret societies not the not the lowly ones the blue lodges or the lowly rosicrucians but the much higher degrees are let in on the secrets at least some of them and the secrets only make sense to you because you already knew the answers you just have someone putting it together for you and there are those that they call adepts who know it naturally anyway because for some reason or another they've been conscious most of their lives or maybe even all of their life so we are cultural people traditional people and the system that was created through commerce and trading and banking which runs the whole show really money runs the show money makes the world go around an unnatural system was created but to make that unnatural system work the tribal systems had to be destroyed and they really went to town if you look at the history of Europe and Britain especially the Romans went to great lengths to destroy the old cultures and hunting down the old priesthoods the old druids a remnant from an even older age where the world had also at one time been an international type of society and when I say that I, I don't mean there was perfection at one time you must always realize that those who write the books write it in glowing terms and they use terms like the golden age and you must remember who from whose point of view that makes all the difference in the world from whose point of view was it a golden age no different from today when they talk about their wonderful global rationalist system an age of reason supposedly that had many honest people working towards it in the 17th 18th and 19th centuries thinking a rational system where everyone could think for themselves would be wonderful they didn't realize themselves that no it wasn't for everyone to think for themselves it was for those who believed they had the right to plan everyone else's lives for them because they were the most rational of all according to themselves there are always two ways at least of looking at that which is put in front of you from whose point of view and followers and every system are always used by those who lead the system I'm sure many in the 18th century who went through revolutions in Europe 
in America really never knew that a small elite group had planned it that way. And they swallowed all the, the glorious terms to do with the new age of reason, thinking how free everyone would be. Never dawned on them that, that the elite families already had decided they were the ones who had reason and no one else had. And all of it is coded within your language too. In Aramaic and Hebrew, they had Ra and Re and, and Ria. And often they would use the term Ria, which meant the wife in that language of Ra. And on a deeper level, it was a part of Ra because Ra, as in the mystery religion, and all religions, in fact, the God is always male and female in one. However, they use the term Rhea, and reason is son of Rhea, the illumined ones. And when they brought the commercial system by force and armies, using armies and people to even to create the armies of countries that are already conquered by that system, they brought Roman to hunt everyone down who could remember the old ways. And thousands of them were rounded up in parts of England and put inside the big lodges, the wooden lodges, and they burned them down, they burned them to death, because that's part of the ritual too, of cleansing the old by fire, the ritual of fire. And they introduced a new system which held for a little while, but because they hadn't totally eradicated the memories and the barred system in those countries, once Rome had withdrawn the commercial system didn't proceed as, as it was going already with the Roman occupation. It wasn't until the Normans came in with the blessings of the Catholic Church or Rome behind it, the new Rome, you see, that transformed the change of form, transformed Rome. They brought in the money system again, an introduction of money, mandatory use of money, and then taxation, and then everyone works to receive money and pay so much back in taxes, which are then used to build armies and suppress you even more, and make big, big building projects, which you are taxed for again, and which impress you and make you feel very small. It's an old, well-tried and true and tested method of subjugation. But they had to do something even further, because the Catholic Church, when they came into Europe, made marriage law, and they made marriage for life law. They had to breed up working populations 
in those days. There was no intensive farming. Intensive farming in those days meant how many muscles you could get working on the fields for small crops. You also had to have a forms of serfs, which are slaves, to serve and do all the building projects, building the cities where the elite would, would live. Always ongoing building projects. And if you read the writings of the Roman historians who were in much, much earlier, before the withdrawal as Rome collapsed, ancient uh, military Rome collapsed, before the transformation, you'll see from their own writings that the tribal systems in Europe didn't have marriage for life. And not only that, it was quite well agreed that uh, if, if a male and a female wanted to set up shop, the female simply moved in with the male and they would spend two to three months together and if things changed or they didn't get along, there was no shame involved. It was just an accepted way of life. She moved back and there was no stigma attached to it. That was the natural way. The only ones that were recorded to have voluntarily mated for life were much, much older. And let's be honest, folks out there, when you're young, your hormones rule, rule your head. You don't really see the person you just married until much later. Your personality hasn't even developed fully, and neither has your partner's. So to expect two people to marry, and remember the Catholic Church allowed very early marriage in those days, to get married at 15 or 16 or even younger, and grow up together on the same path, and grow mentally, spiritually, and every other way in the same direction, that was impossible. And so they reinforced it all with laws and rules and holy laws and biblical laws, to reinforce why people had to stay together. And because the female is a survivor of the two, as every study will always show, she is the one to up and leave, even today, readily, much more readily than the male. Even when it's gone as low as it can go, the male will still stay there, even though it's destroying him and his partner. The wife doesn't. She will plan ahead and vamos and survive. That's nature. That's just nature. And so it was always down through time. So when they introduced mandatory marriage for life, the laws were aimed at keeping the female in the marriage. And that's where the concept of sin Ongoing sin was preached every day and every week. And all the, the fires of hell would come on you if you broke God's ways. That was to keep the woman there. And if the woman did leave for any reason, she had no property rights whatsoever. That was a blackmail, you see. Now that that system had served its purpose, post-industrial, etc., all of those rules have been reversed by the same world, the descendants of the same people in charge of the world, reversed all the rules and encouraged 
the splitting up of marriage because now marriage becomes a threat. When people stand up together, they're more likely to stand up for, for close relatives, and unfortunately so, but for close relatives rather than, than other people around them. Whereas the old tribal system, everyone stood up for everyone else. You had to, because it was very true, when you stood up for someone else, you were standing up for yourself at the same time. Not just for immediate family. The process of as it waking up, as I say, is painful and it's generally a shock. When people get glimpses of what is coming down the river, through all the different sources of media, little snippets here and there, to do with brain chipping, the controlled society. We're already in the totally controlled society. It's just that you don't see the prison bars yet. You haven't seed, seen all the, the, the implementations of the laws come into play. But they're there, and many of them have been implemented, and everyone has been monitored. And we were all being monitored long before 9-11 came along. Top sociologists at the United Nations in the 1950s discussed the monitoring of the populations of Europe and America down to the village level and the rural level and how personality profiles were getting kept on everyone from at least the 1950 onwards. And at that time they used a sort of Cardex system. Now it's all computerized. And the big boys have simply given themselves the exoteric right to do what they've always done esoterically, and that's monitor and record all your conversations. There's nothing new in this at all. All that is new is if they'd admitted this to the populations 50 years ago, there would have been an uproar. Today they can admit what they're doing because people have been domesticated They've been hypnotized, they've been more scientifically designed and reared. So the big boys know that very few people will object. Most people today love their bondage to Big Brother. Most people today are Peter Pans. They never want to grow up and have no desire to grow up. They like the idea that professionals, those who know what they're doing, are in charge of everything. The only problem is for a minority who've gone beyond the simple patriot business and the national business. And the fact is you cannot mourn for that which was never yours, and that was the old system, as I say, the, the predecessors of the present rulers designed the old system as well. We are just mourning the passing away of that which was familiar to us. Don't let the process of waking panic you. Remember, this has been going on for thousands of years, at least. 
one stage after another. Many, many thousands of years. At the end of an age, and the old age is passing away now, of Pisces, new gods are born. That's always been the way. And the gods are simply designed by a very high priesthood who have the access to archives of information going back for millennia, at least. And a new god is always designed for every age. Under the guise of earth worship and the, and the mother side, with the strong arm of the military to enforce laws, you're seeing the hermaphroditic system appear all around you, the male-female, where you have a pretense of caring, but you have the might to ensure that you go along with this big project, this big building project. Those who want to look into this deeper should read the non-fiction works of H.G. Wells, for instance. Read The Open Conspiracy. He said, it's all in the open for those that want to read it. And it's true, it's always been out there. In dry books put out by professors who are authorized, certain professors, and certain other leaders, a lot of them in the fictional side of, of writing. And now it's filmmaking too. But they also put out their non-fiction works. Uh, both of the ideas and the formulas are given to these people. They don't create them. They're front people. H.G. Wells talked about the system to come right down to even the creeds, the peoples who'd be allowed to come through this era into the age, the new age. And it was called the new age long before the hippie movement of the 1960s. The new age magazine was the official magazine, monthly magazine put out by the Scottish writer Freemasonry when they talked about the age they were creating. As the old gods pass away, people mourn for that which was, even though it wasn't theirs. They have nostalgia because they believe in a romantic fashion that the past was somehow better when it wasn't. The good old days for every generation are the young days when they are not responsible to an employer or to work for themselves and survive. That's the good old days for every generation is childhood, you see. And even childhood has been stolen today, scientifically again, and it wasn't difficult to do when you understand the mentality of children.
and what sciences are used to exploit the minds of children perfectly well understood television of course has been the greatest greatest tool ever designed to hypnotize and it does hypnotize it's scientific it's not just proven they've told us what it does to the human mind it puts us into a hypnotic state with a flickering which you don't see consciously at least most folk don't and all the different messages and subliminals are imparted when your defense mechanisms are down your sensor part of the brain is down you're simply downloaded and you act out in your life you're downloading that is your program then you wonder why you've done certain things in your life and things haven't worked out for you it's designed that way that's why you won't find a functional family today and the truth is you didn't find in the last generation either they live by convention a convention that was given to their predecessors by the rulers that's why they gave a king and queen who came out on a balcony on festive occasions side by side that was your prototype to emulate and the people down below emulated the king and the queen even though the king and queen were matched up by priests for simply for breeding purposes the nobility today have no qualms in admitting privately that really there's no love between the man and the woman she can go her way he goes his way they do what they want as long as they have offspring and keep the power within those families of the financial side of it which they own as well but the little people down below never knew that they truly believed that uh, in the romantic nonsense that was put out there that the king and queen loved each other that's why we haven't had functional families for a long 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 time and when they were sort of functioning as i say sort of functioning it was because the laws ensured that they they had to at least keep the appearances up there was some form of cooperation between people who were really strangers and if we're very very honest about it too and we have to be you can't take part of a truth and dismiss the other simply because it's unpleasant or it destroys the romance of the past but prior to the contraceptive pill coming along you could go into the registry offices of most places in Europe and probably North America was the same and you'd find the vast amount of people who got married had a child within a few months after the marriage that was normal not for everyone but for the majority that was normal convention made it so the system is gone now it's been totally reversed the west especially has been soaked and milked 
We've built the structures. We've built the system. The, a lot of the technology that exists today came out of ordinary people taught in ordinary schools. And the big boys simply stole their ideas. They reaped a harvest. And they used this technology and the knowledge against the rest of us today. We've all worked, every generation has worked towards this great new world order. Never, never knowing, most of them, what was really going on. And today most will go to their graves, never knowing, knowing what really happened. Why the changes took place. Why all, every part of their system has been altered. What turned their cultures upside down? Most of them will never look into the, the Greek philosophers who talked about culture creation and how they could reverse the norms in a culture in one generation. And those who didn't see the changes and understand them were the very generation involved. It was done so slickly. These are all sciences. A power elite in any country would never allow this to be done to the people if it didn't benefit that power elite. It's sanctioned by every power elite because it's all one big club, the big world club. Those have body, soul and spirit according to themselves. That's why in the deck of cards you'll find the club. That's why the, the Masonic coffee houses throughout Europe prior to revolutions were called the clubs. club is something you also whack something with over the head. Upon waking up, people panic, as I say. And because up until that point, they think they have been conscious and that they're just now getting into more knowledgeable parts of the structure. The first thing they think is, well, Human beings couldn't have done this. It's too clever. That's, that's the shock setting in. And that part is catered for by the big boys who supply the Pied Pipers who come in and tell you, oh, it's the space aliens who did that. And a whole bunch of stuff like that along those lines. Anything to make you, to stop you understanding that, no, whatever you know in this world is antiquated knowledge. The higher sciences have never been taught to you, and they existed even thousands of years ago. You've been brought up to believe you're on the cutting edge, and that, and that all the magazines out there, etc., are, are keeping you well informed. And therefore, you've been taken by surprise. 
So smart old you could not be taken by surprise. That's the ego talking. So it must be a supernatural thing that's happened. So out come the Pied Pipers with their stories and cater to you and lead you off, taking true intelligence, true knowledge, mixing it with the fantasy and spinning you off into the fantasy land, which is easy for you to go to because it's rather fascinating. We, we enjoy the fantasy. We've been brought up and we've been gorged. We're gorging on fantasy. That's what television and fiction is all about. And we have an insatiable appetite for, for fiction. We're reared that way. But we don't have the knowledge. And we're not taught critical thinking, analysis. Pied pipers steer you off in a thousand directions because it's appealing to your ego that no wonder you were fooled. You're up against incredible intellects here, superior supernatural intelligences. And those Pied Pipers are well-funded, well-funded. And there's teams of people behind them to make sure they're ongoing. They always give us our heroes to follow. That's why this agenda has never been stopped. The other part of this equation is the predictability factor. You see, when you break out of the old, you take a lot of the old with you. And part of that was a worldview that was all simplified for you. Don't worry, it doesn't matter what happens, how bad things get. There's a God in control of it all. And he wrote all this stuff down of what's to happen, so it's God's will. He's in charge, and it has to happen that way, this sequence of events. And you take that with you, but because you discard the old, you discard the old deity, you see. But you still want that part of predictability, some kind of insurance policy. And so you go off to the, the people who claim they know the future through supernatural means. And you jump into, the, again, the realm of um, magic, where the Pied Pipers are set up. And when they're not using holy books to, to misguide, mislead you, they use cards or crystal balls or they channel entities because you demand assurance and insurance against the future. You don't like uncertainty because uncertainty means you'd have to decide for yourself all the time. And you've been taught, you always have experts prior to the scientific elite, the white coats, you had the black coats or priests who decided your future for you. They gave you all the answers. They told you everything you needed to know. Today we're taught all we need to know. doesn't mean it's the truth, but we're taught all we need to know, according to the elite. If you accept that everything is preordained, you've succumbed to psychological warfare, you're already defeated. That is the purpose of psychological warfare. If you put your faith in a crystal ball, 
or any means of divination outside of your own intellect then you're handing your intellect in fact you're throwing your intellect away and taking something else's word for it something again that you think is superior to yourself which means that you must be inferior simple psychological warfare there are people to, who today who phone me who've been through the whole new age scenario who are in a mental prison where they have to go through rituals every day with all kinds of techniques and carves to tell them should they go out, should they stay in, should they go here, should they go there uh, that they use pendulums to swing yes or no just like the Ouija board they cannot decide anything for themselves they're in a prison and these people are walking in society amongst you but they're in a prison they have an intellect the greatest gift they're ever given and yet they throw it away and put their faith in something or someone else something physical outside of themselves others follow those who give the big predictions and if you look at those who give out predictions they'll give maybe out 500 to 1000 predictions in a, a year knowing that next year at least a certain percentage of them will probably by the law of averages come true they never tell you about all those that didn't come true it's not difficult at all and some of the big ones put out there follow the standard routine that's been set up in the past if you want to convince someone that this particular person is on to the truth you can take them to court splash it all over the papers and you've just given them the best publicity they could ever have regardless of the reason they're in court it's publicity that counts and those who are already following such a person will think well they must be genuine they've been up in court about it it's not so much getting up in court that matters it's what the decision is at the end of it that tells you why it was done in the first place I've mentioned people like Peter Wright before of MI5 who had all of his books seized they were ready to be issued to the stores and they were pulled back into mush by an order of the court you see that one was genuine the rest generally for others the Pied Pipers is very good publicity and the followers are even more convinced of the truth of the person because they've been in court they used to make movies like that when a special service person was to infiltrate a group they set them up to make, to make them look like they had turned or they were deviant or they were really a criminal and they'd be exposed publicly and then the group he was meant to penetrate would approach him it works every time people don't think 
Others don't want to think. They enjoy the fantastic. It's just another form of entertainment to them. It doesn't mean that things don't happen to individuals in a supernatural sense. But the truth of that is that it only makes sense to the individual concerned. Once you said it to someone else, what happened, it's hearsay. You can't give someone else an experience. They must have it themselves. But people fall every year and every decade and every generation for those who pretend to predict the future. You don't have to go into crystal balls to see where we're headed. There's nothing really covered up today. Nothing. We're going into a totalitarian society where those who claim they have reason have the right to turn us all into robots, which will give them no more trouble. And that's only one phase of it. The next phase will be genetically creating humanoids for specific tasks. We're dealing with people who work intergenerationally and plan the future in centuries and always have. Not difficult to guide the world when you own all of the money that everyone is taught to work for, that countries have to go and beg for. Not difficult at all especially when no one else is planning the future and you have all the think tanks working for you to do that very thing. You have no opposition. And I used to wonder why they were so against the so-called primitive societies, the static cultures. And that's a key to their defeat. They cannot allow what they call the herd to stop moving once they are riled up when we're stampeding the guiders into where they want us to go we go blindly always looking to the experts to advise us if they allow peace for a single generation it's difficult to then motivate the offspring who've been brought up in peace and security to go into another direction. They don't want to leave that field they're in and, to, and go into another with a new environment. They'll stay where they are. So they always keep us stampeded with real wars or the threats of wars or rumors of wars, economic depressions, starvation, unemployment, famines, plagues, and all the rest of it. It's the same old technique for thousands of years, used on every culture. And you'll find that when you have an equation which works, why would you change it? A formula. That which has worked in the past will work again on an unsuspecting people. Writers like H.G. Wells was well aware 
that many who came out of the New Age movement, or born into it really, would attempt to lead it. And he was well aware that you couldn't fight the New Age by using the New Age. And the mysticism that's flogged out there has been flogged for a long, long, long time. Is all part of the New Age. You can't fight it by using it. The Masters invented all of this stuff. You can't use the legal system either. You can't get back that which you thought was yours. It never was yours. That's why it's never worked. People have tried for decades to use the court system to stop the loss of rights and some for the loss of sovereignty or national sovereignty and so on hasn't worked. The legal system belongs to those who run the world. People pray to deities and entities to stop it for them hasn't worked Christians pray and they're really in double minded double speak because they they pray to the deity who supposedly planned all this so they're terrified at all the things that are about to happen and yet they're, they're afraid of, of criticizing the deity because he, he planned it all in the first place. And you try to stop it, then you're, you're going against his plan. Boy, there's, there's a number for you. You're going to be numbed. Really numbed. The last place a person wants to look is at the power within themselves. They've never really had to. In fact, they don't have much confidence in themselves at all in this system. Where we've been brought up to believe that we're so petty and so ignorant, really, when you compare ourselves to the experts, that we couldn't make the right decision anyway, even if we tried. That's a great con game, which has been very, very successful. But to look towards people who claim to be modern shamans, in a sense, who are simply using the old Kabbalistic techniques of divination, is a loser's game. Because if you believe a person has that power to divine, that means that you're pretty stupid because you don't. You're, you become subservient to the other person never dawns on you, you're as equal as they are, and perhaps intellectually even a little bit superior. That's up for yourself to decide. Others ask, is consciousness the end goal? Is that all there is? Because once again, taking from the past their, their, their beliefs or reality, they still want 
a form of assurance. Reality is directing your own path for yourself. In the knowledge that if you're truthful with yourself, that the path you're treading will be followed by others of a similar mindset during your lifetime and maybe after you're dead too. With no ulterior motive. And what greater thing can there be if people truly had the ability to plan and direct their future? Something that's been unheard of for the, for the people, the public as they call them, for thousands of years. If people were conscious, they couldn't be fooled. It would take a lot more to fool them. And not the, the Disneyland stuff that we've been fed, which has been very successful. It would take more than that to fool a conscious population who have memory and a type of education that makes them inquire not only into the past but the techniques used on the past so that they might understand the techniques and the warning signs that are being used today or about to be used consciousness is the enemy of the elite that's why they keep us so busy hyped up and worried and watching sports or dramas or voyeurism where soap operas have people pretending to have affairs and sex every five minutes all the little things the little drives that people have are blown out of proportion like drugs and fed like drugs and the teat of television has everybody sucking on it daily and it is not for your health those who are awake must also always accept the fact that a good majority of the public decide that the world is too heavy with problems they don't want to know Leave me in my own little space with my own little fantasies and go away. Well, that's fine. Do it. Go away. Why waste your time with them? Those people have chosen. Only they themselves can decide to wake up. The dead can be made to walk only when they're trying to stand up for themselves. That's what that means. When you pick up your bed and walk, it's because you've been asleep all your life. That's what the esoteric means. But they must want to get up for themselves before you can help them. Then you can teach them. Otherwise, you're hitting your head against a brick wall. For those who've fallen for the Pied Pipers, 
with all of their data, which is vastly distorted from the facts of history, but which is very fascinating. You have to accept they're on their own magical mystery tour, and they enjoy it. They've already put themselves in an inferior position by admitting to themselves that something vastly superior and supernatural controls this whole thing. It's much easier to accept that on an egotistical level that you've been fooled by a supernatural being or beings than by people who pull their pants on one leg at a time and go to the bathroom like you and I. Look at all the words in the dictionaries. If you get an older one, all the better. There's more words in them. We're down to linguistic minimalism now. As the dictionaries get thinner and thinner, and people can't express their thoughts and convey their ideas to their neighbours. And look at all the words that begin with con. Very, very important words. Confederate. Constitution. Constabulary. No, 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 it goes. Confidence. And confidence tricksters. And the priests were cons. Always ongoing. When you get out the tunnel and you see the light and you see the forest across the field, Remember, the all-seeing eye didn't miss the field, and he knows you want to get to the forest, and there's mines planted all across that field, each one with a flag saying, come here, I've got it for you. The creatures who did this live on Sirius, or they live on some far-off little star, or they're metamorphs. Or come here for a crystal ball. Or the answers in these cards. Or this divining rod. Or whatever it happens to be. It's amazing that if the kingdom of heaven is within you, you don't want to trust it. And you wonder why not only yourself, but previous generations have been suckered down all of these fake paths and allowed to happen down through time what has happened and what is happening. Because they don't want to believe their own selves. If they just stopped and switched everything off, and did some thinking for themselves. That it's fine, most of the answers are within. It's a th sad thing to think that everyone could be asked, could be asked, 
In fact, they do ask this question towards the end of their life for themselves. What have they done with it? And once they get through, I did this for me or mine, and that's generally what it is, is me or mine. There's an emptiness there. There's nothing beyond that. Because they know that once they're, they're gone, their memory dies with those who are still alive. Once they're gone, their memory's gone too. The second generation, and definitely the third, forget so quickly. There's no reason to remember, in fact. That's why the ancients, the pharaohs and so on, had their names and their statue chiseled in stone, and vast sums were paid out of the treasury into the priesthoods to pray for them generation after generation. They believed that once the prayer stopped, there was simply non-existence for their, for their primitive spirit, you might say. It was important that humans remember them, very important to them. Most people today are really the same. Once they're dead, it's as though they had never been. That's an old saying. What have you left behind? What have you changed? Whom have you influenced? In such a way for the better for others, without enslaving them. You'll find that most of the authorized historians down through the ages give us fantastic ideas, but those ideas enslave the followers because they're not teaching them to think individualistically. Just the opposite. We tend to think in mass movements, yet the masses are the unthinking masses. It's the individual who can make a difference by being creative, especially if there's no motivation for personal gain or power or even a need to be remembered. It just happens that way. Truth can never be altered in any age. Therefore, anything that is said in any age to do with truth is always the same. It's the elite who have the problem with the word truth and try to redefine it always. That's why they have the Pontius Pilate character supposedly saying, what is truth? Meaning it depends where you're standing as to your point of view. But there are truths which are unchanging. Those things which make us truly human are the emotions which can be very, very giving. And yet from the same emotions can come the greatest selfishness. It's dualistic. And only we can control them. And if we don't control them, the others, the elite, decided long ago they will do it for us. And their system is rigid. There's no leeway whatsoever. 
for decision making down below. We each have the capacity to change our immediate environment and those around us. The alternative, as opposed to the, the elders in ancient societies who had some wisdom to pass on and who were respected for that wisdom, today, unfortunately, we have many elderly who are just as dumbed down as their offspring and their offspring's offspring. They don't have wisdom to pass on. Very few do. That's not the way to end up. We have the one chance here to do it all. In every generation. And only a few people will accept the challenge. And the risk which is what independence is all about. Risk-taking. To end up with a good pension in a retirement home and maybe even a building that they put buildings up and it was retirement homes where there's doctors in one floor, shops on the other, hairdressers on the other, and the hospital in the basement. I mean, and maybe the morgue in the basement too. Oh, what a thought. What a thought. To save up for your working life for that rather than take the risks the risk of still being independent as you, you grow older what's wrong with that? there's nothing at all except the modern stigma because the elderly are kept out of the decision making process the generations have been scientifically split that's all for me tonight I hope this is not too depressing. It shouldn't be really because behind what I say there's a message of hope for those who understand it. Good night and may your God go with you.
Circle game.